Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. gentlemen welcome back to the mental mastery alliance podcast no guest today that's all right i like it that way i also like having guests i like it both ways i like to talk into the microphone last uh, last episode was pretty on fire i mean dr tommy john if you guys aren't following him by now i'm sure a lot of you did jump over and take a look at that stuff but he's He's going places. He's been places. He's talking about getting canned by Alex Zach and all that sort of stuff. Not canned, but like, you know, you can't go against this. We don't want you speaking against the movement. Man, that shit pisses me off, right? There's this quote-unquote movement that we're all supposed to be a part of. We're all supposed to fall into these little boxes, check these boxes for whoever's trying to check these boxes. And I'll tell you this right now. If you are an individual looking for a coach or anything like that, and you come across somebody that you don't resonate with, why the hell would you work with them? You wouldn't. If you're looking, the, the person that you're going to hire as your coach or, or as somebody that you sort of look up to is um, is somebody that you have to align with and resonate with. And there's so much going on around right now. And this is so funny because the coaching industry, a lot of people you'll hear a lot of, not a lot, but you'll hear certainly a, an amount of coaches will say, I don't care for the industry uh, and and myself included. I find the, in, the industry seems to me a lot to be um, overcooked. Uh, it seems to be a whole bunch of look at me, um, and I get it. I mean, like, how are you supposed to promote or motivate you know your audience? Promote yourself and motivate your audience if if you're not like looking at you. But I I, I don't know. I think I, I guess maybe I'm a little bit different. Maybe it's just me, but I certainly think in this industry that the best way to lead or to gain clients or to show who you are is to simply be yourself in front of in front of your rawness 
And if you just are that, then those that need to find you will find you. Uh, and, and those that need your, you know, your energy, like you're, you're going to link up, your vibrations are going to connect. You guys are going to, it, it just is. It's like, how did you find this show? It's how did, how did I find the stuff that I love? You know, all of these things just, it's vibrational. We just link up with what, with what it's supposed to be. I don't know. So when you see, and you get, you know what I'm talking about too. Like you get that feel. You're just like, mm, eh. I like the message. I like what you're saying, but something about you just seems a little bit off. Um, and, and I think it's funny. I think, you know, I think this industry is, is filled with people trying to be something that they're not. And the best thing that the entire industry could literally just be is itself, accept itself, accept that it's good enough and accept the message that it needs to deliver. And by it, I mean the individual coach in the realm and reality, which is why my stuff is aggressive and open-minded and everything. Every single day of the week, I'm going through a different moment, feeling phase uh, ideology, who knows? Like I'm constantly looking to expand what I know, what I understand, what I comprehend. I want more of everything. And if you look at the Instagram account, it's very, it's very, uh, I don't want to say vanilla, but it might be come across as vanilla, but it's certainly, it's like vanilla, vanilla, vanilla edge. And the edge has been getting more and more apparent. But I'll tell you this, every single time I've pushed the envelope, there's been there's been massive amounts of pushback with me. My mental my mental mastery alliance uh, Instagram account has been shadow banned. Like the, some of the people that I came up with, these guys are into the hundreds of thousands of followers and all that sort of stuff. Um, I was never too keen on that. Like I didn't the, the number didn't really matter to me. I sort of wanted enough. I wanted I wanted to I wanted to be able to make a difference and have an impact. And so far, I'm already doing it, and that that I'm happy with. I'm able to connect with people. I'm able to speak with people. People do reach out to me. People do ask questions. And I'd like to believe that sort of along the way, I'm able to help uh, or that we have helped uh, or that we've pissed these people off you know, to the point where they thought about something. But if you're going to get pissed off by a message on my account, that's entirely up to you. I'm not out there attacking anybody. And I know the difference because there was a time where I would, where my where my ego and arrogance was, was to the point where I, my, even though my intentions may have been purish on the surface I certainly went about it in an asshole way um, and that's okay because that's that's where I was these are the lessons that I had to learn I was an aggressive individual I always had been because my whole life taught me that that's what had to be done but that's what life is life teaches you what you need to know to get you to where you're going it's not so that you can stay somewhere and and, and dictate to somebody else exactly how it's supposed to be I feel like I'm getting off track here but I'm probably not so when it comes to the coaching realm in reality, you see a lot of fucking snowflakes, like like puffy, topped up, not much going on people, right? But then you come across some real dudes and they're out there and these guys are willing to help. These guys have made their bones. These guys aren't selling you a course on how to get your shit done. They're just like, hey, this is what we're doing. If you want to be in, you're in. If you don't, you're, you're, you're out. Uh, and money in these, out, in these attitudes and these realities, it's got absolutely nothing to do with what we think money is because money in and of itself is, is a lie. It's a scam. Granted, we need money to run the system and to run. And also when you're trying to teach somebody a new language, you have to use the old language. So whenever you're learning French, for example, you're correlating French to English because you're coming from English learning French. I'm just saying arbitrarily. I feel like I have to cover that, you know? So you'll be like, okay, so this is that word in French, which is this in English, which is what money really represents. When you're trying to better yourself, you're like, I work my ass off my whole life to make money. Now I have a lot of money and I want more comprehension. So I'm going to use this money and turn it into comprehension. Right? It's a symbol of, of where you are. It's a symbol of, of what you want to do. Um, there's no reason that we should be poor 
in, in Western society uh, other than lack of understanding, knowledge, and, and, and belief in self. And the reason that there's lack of understanding, knowledge, and belief in self is because your whole life you have been tricked into not believing in yourself. You have been tricked into amassing this ego that says, I know everything and, I'm, and I, I can't ask questions. And you've, and you've just been manipulated. Everything you've seen on TV, like all these people have all these things and nobody told you how to get them, right? So you just have to assume with your knowledge how to get these things. But we grew up on MTV Cribs and movies like Apple Pie or American Pie and, and Porky's and all this stuff. Like we grew up in a really, really weird time. So yes, you know, then in steps in uh, Kiyosaki, for example, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad. My rich dad taught me this and my poor dad taught me this. And neither dad was wrong, but both messages were violently different, right? It's like, it's, it's habits. It's like fat parents have fat kids because they hand down eating habits. And it's not that they're intentionally trying to do anything. It's just that they don't know what the nutrients are. Subsequently, the nutrients that are in things have changed drastically. Do you guys remember when, when, when gluten sensitive people came out and you're all just like rolling your eyes at these gluten sensitive people? You're like, come on, really? Right? You're just trying to steal some thunder for some lactose intolerant people. The real truth of the matter is when that shit took place and these people started becoming gluten sensitive because it happened in like 2007, you just heard all about when was, if you think back in your life prior to 2007, did you ever hear the term gluten? I mean, come on, gluten. It's just a fun word, actually. Gluten. Anyway, they changed the food. So now gluten was a problem. So if you are gluten sensitive, it's because they changed what they were putting on the shelves and we're supposed to be like, oh, well, fuck Everybody else is crazy for being gluten sensitive. Anyway, I'm definitely off track now. But the proof, the, the, the point is people want to argue what they want to argue. But the truth is your perspective is yours and yours alone because your perspective is the sum of your entire life interjected into the situation at hand, which means every single person has had a different story leading up to the situation that they're looking at, which brings me after eight minutes and 23 seconds of rambling to the first topic I want to discuss, the 100th monkey. I've talked about this on the show before. The 100th monkey is the idea that if enough people connect with an idea, um, the energy of the universe and world shifts. Now, there's a lot of people that believe that we were, you know, we're a floating rock in space flying through uh, infinite nothingness. Um, and, and it's hard to grasp certain fallacies or certain truths about the universe. It's hard to grasp certain powers that we have. It's hard to grasp certain things. If you constantly hold on to the stories of your youth, of the stories of your education. And remember the same people that educated you are the ones that are controlling you. So their lies and their bullshit and their appearance of power. And I don't have to sell this to this audience, but their appearance of powers is contrite. It's all a puppycock. So literally every single thing that you're ever basing, anything that you've ever known on is based on a lie. You literally have to deconstruct your entire memory to get you to where you need to be. And that is a crazy thing because that's an individual thing. So when you become the 100th monkey, when you become the 99th monkey, once we've tipped over the thing, and I don't know where that saying came from. I, it's an interesting one, but that's what it's called. You can Google that. The 100th monkey goes into great detail. That's an individual experiment and experience. And then the more individuality that we pour into it, it becomes a global. It becomes a, it becomes a shift. It becomes a reality. It becomes a movement and an awakening. Another thing I wanted to talk about is the Milgram experiment. And the Milgram experiment was a shock experiment by Stanley Milgram in the early 60s that tested people's willingness to shock others 
if instructed by an authority figure. And the conclusion was 65% of the participants would kill someone if an, if an authority figure instructed them to. What does that remind you of? That's like, like murder is against the law unless your government says, hey, go over to that country and murder those people because this is a time of war. Garbage. Another fascinating one was the ash experiment. And the ash experiment was a series of experiments by Solomon Ash in the 50s that tested the extent to which social pressure from a majority group could affect a person to conform. And the conclusion was people were willing to ignore their version of reality in order to conform to the group. Does that sound familiar? Right? People are wearing face masks. They're wearing a piece of clothing, a piece of cloth, a freaking t-shirt over their mouths and noses because the television told them to. And then the media told them to. And then the friends told them to. And then everyone was ostracized and shunned if they didn't do it. So now we've got dumb pieces of fabric on our faces. And that is the ash experiment. Not only that, but you've got these people that have had a monochrome of power handed to them, i.e. the gatekeepers of Costco. Sir, sir, put that piece of cloth over your nose. What? Are you on about? Do you even know why you're asking me to do that? Does it make sense to you that I might breathe out a little particle of COVID? It's absolutely absurd, right? But you can't talk about that shit. You can't say anything. You can't look at these people because these people are all in power. And if you've got any questions, where does the buck stop? It doesn't. And in Canada, we're up against something that's even more auspicious. We're about to re-enter, and you guys just got this in the States too. I heard that Joe Biden um, had a fancy uh, message to everybody that, you know, get vaxxed or, or lose your job. And, uh, <laughs> man, that's where we are right now. As of September 22nd in Canada, in Ontario, you need to enter into a gym, restaurant, movie theater, etc. You need proof of vaccination identification. You need a certificate of vaccination identification, which you guys remember. You could probably trace this back all the way to, I, I probably talked about it on this show. I certainly talked about it on the conspiracy show, which was taken away. Wasn't allowed to have that one because we were touching on too many points. Literally got wiped out. I do have the intro though, and it's still fantastic. So I might revive that a little bit later on, maybe on this channel. But then again, maybe not why risk this channel because they'll take this for me too. I mean, I'm currently on a 72 hour ban on Facebook I'm not allowed to post on Facebook because I posted something inappropriate. Now, every single time I've been banned before, they said, this is what you posted. And this is why it's inappropriate. This time they're like, you can't post pictures of people under the age of 18 in any form or variety of nudity. What in the absolute hell are you talking about, Facebook? Why? Why on earth would I want to post nude people under 18? Why on earth would I want to post nude anything on Facebook? Right, I've got a mouth. I've got an opinion. I've got something to say. You could run down the list of everything that's on my wall, on my Facebook profile, facebook.com forward slash coach ARW. Look at all of it. Ban me for any of it. But to make some shit up and throw me on a 72-hour ban, I know this is just going to be one of those things that they throw back in my face a little bit later on. Right, but I'm okay with it. I've already been banned for life from Twitter. Who cares? 
It's hilarious. Every time I try to log into a, a, a Twitter account, like we recognize this number and this, you're you're done, bud. Get out of here. Nobody wants you on the Twitters. All right. My Instagram account is shadow banned. My Facebook account is blocked up. Right. This is this is the state of the world in which we live in. And the problem is nobody knows who's making the rules and nobody knows why we're following the rules, but we're watching it happen in real time, in absolute real time. A friend of mine was telling me a story about the uh, five or six monkeys that they had. They did this experiment. And uh, Frankie Two Fingers, if you're listening, this one's from you. The five monkeys in a cage and... What was it? Yeah. Okay, five monkeys in a cage and there was a bunch of bananas at the top. And there was a stick to climb up to grab the bananas. So the monkey goes up and grabs the bananas. And all the monkeys in the cage get smashed with freezing cold water. And they hate it, obviously. Who wouldn't? So the second monkey goes up and grabs the bananas. And then now all the monkeys get splashed with water. Third monkey goes up, grabs the bananas. All the monkeys get splashed with water. Fourth monkey goes up, grabs the bananas. All the monkeys get splashed with water. Nobody saw it coming. But the fifth monkey goes up. And the other monkeys pull him back down. No. We're done getting splashed with this cold-ass water. If you go up there, we're getting wet. So they didn't go up there. And then they took one of the monkeys out and they put another one in. This was a brand new monkey in the monkey cage. That monkey goes up to grab the bananas. The all the monkeys pull him down. No, no, you're out of your mind. This is what happens. Who knows how they communicate? I don't know. But this is this this is the story. So they swap another monkey out. Monkey goes up to grab the bananas, they all pull them down. They do this five, six times. So now there are no original monkeys in the cage that got hit with water. None of them know why they're pulling the other monkey down. But they're pulling the other monkey down. Because every other monkey in the cage pulled it down. And system, systematically, one by one. So all of the monkeys are in the cage, never been hit by water. All of them are pulling the other monkey down. We are the monkeys in the cage, ladies and gentlemen, right now. In this day and age, here we are today, sitting in our cage. There's so much going on in this world right now, and the people that don't have the ability to process or the people that really want to stay in the pain, stay in the violence, these people are going to fight you. But it's not up to you to fight back because you're already aware. You're already seeing certain things. We're tapping into the hundredth monkey. We're tapping into the ability to get past aggression because we don't need to be aggressive. Being aggressive isn't going to solve anything because it's just going to make the quote-unquote anti-vaxxers look crazy. But there will come a point in time where the lies, the stories cannot be cannot be continued. The, the, the manipulation can't be continued. There has to come a time. right? And if there doesn't come a time, we must keep continuing this rotation. We're entering into an entirely different era. Like The powers that be have lost. And this is, this is a sentiment that's been traveled through all of the ethos. Right, we're running an election right now for the love of everything holy, and in Canada it doesn't even make any sense. Oh, and by the way, I didn't even know that we had much of a Canadian audience, and uh, the rankings came out. We cracked the top 100 motivation podcasts in Canada. I don't know what that means. You know, I don't know what the numbers are. I don't know anything like that. But I just saw that on our ranking system, we are in the top 100 in Canada. And I've never even seen Canada on any of the charts before. So that's really cool, Canada. I'm from Canada. You guys are starting to find me. I like that. Uh, obviously, my number one country is America. My number two country is Germany. So to all of you people out in Germany, I love you guys. 
That's incredible. I love that we're ranking in your country. I love that, you know, I feel like the David Hasselhoff podcast. <laughs> I don't feel like that, but I just wanted to work that into a sentence. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it was a bit of a ramble tonight. It was a bit of a go on. I had a lot to say. I want to talk about more. I'm going to be doing um, a series of podcasts where we're, we're going to be doing smaller interviews. and I'm editing them all together. So uh, that's going to come out eventually, but it's sort of how people are dealing with, how specific people are dealing with the, the, the pandemic and all this sort of stuff. I'm dancing around shadow bands. I'm dancing around bands. I'm dancing around all this sort of stuff, doing my best to be as authentic as I possibly can without triggering the, the, the psycho AI social media stuff. And even when you're not triggering it, they're going to, they're going to throw crap at you. I've always said you've never made it (laughs) until the powers that be have accused you of something to do with taxes or something to do with sex in some way capacity. Those two seem to be like the, the nail in the coffin. If they're, if they're trying to character assassinate you, it's got something to do with sex and it's got something to do with tax evasion. And people don't even realize that tax evasion in and of its essence is extortion at all levels. We've got the government right now trying to help us, trying to help families raise money. Fuck you guys, right? Stop taking 50% of our paychecks and maybe things will work out a little bit better. But the world's waking up to that. The world's seeing it now. The world's understanding and comprehending that we are living in a slave society and we are paying up to our masters for the opportunity to be prisoners in this entire contraption. We're breaking free from that right now. It's awkward. It's ugly. It's weird, but it's only going to get more beautiful and it's only going to get more empowering. and It's only going to get more exciting. So ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of red green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.